Hello, everybody. Welcome to the American Agora's Discourse. I'm Aiden Kaplan, and today I am joined by Alex and Miles, who are going to be uh, debating about some things that Alex brought up in his recent Agora article on whether we should have American football at American University. Starting off with a question to Miles. Um, how do you feel that the presence of American football at American is going to affect other sports groups like, you know, women's basketball and stuff yeah. like that? Well, so I look at it where when we first got to campus last summer, fall, I don't know what you want to call it. There was really nothing going on that was incentivizing us to be a part of the American university community. And I think a big part of that is because there's not a massive sports thing going on right away. So I think if you have a football program, and I could talk about this more in another question or rebuttal, but I think you have a football program that's going to get a lot of people going to events really early on. And I think that's a type of momentum that will only carry on throughout the year, because I think that it makes everybody a community really early on. Like I think that women's basketball, obviously, you know, going to Mark Madness is something that a school like American should be really happy about and really proud about. But unfortunately you didn't see a ton of people going to games. Cause you know, I remember that I posted about it on my student government account. And unfortunately like 10 people slid up and were like, oh, why are you posting about this? Why should I care about this? And I think that's wrong. Cause it's, you know, it's our school. We should be proud of that. But I think that if we build community early on in the year, that's going to, you're going to see a, a triple down effect that's going to help all the other sports programs. Because I think really the best thing for sports is people going. And I think that you get people going early, they're going to go throughout the year. Okay. Um, great. Now uh, for a response from Alex. Yes. Personally, I think it's, I, I want to look at the, the monetary side of things and how much this is going to cost and how expensive this is going to be. And with the amount of money that we would spend on the football team, if we want to build community, we could put that money towards better use for, say, the Residence Hall Association or other branches to government that focus on building community. Because, Miles, I agree that we need better community on campus, but I'm not sure that, especially with the school, that investing more in sports teams is going to help build that community because we can put as much money as we want towards various sports teams, football, basketball, soccer, whatever it may be, but are people going to go to the games if we more advertise them, if we do other giveaways or things at the games, does that really drive more attendance? Okay, and a, resp a response kind of wrapping up that question. From yeah, that. so I mean, I have two big things that stick out to me. One big thing is, you know, when we held the referendum, six, almost 60% of the voting population said they wanted a football team. So I kind of interpret that, that there are people who will go to a football game. And I do know that with football, you know, you, it's, it's a 12-hour event. You have tailgates, you have the game, then you have the after party, you have yard games. So I do think that football would offer a lot for people to come to. And, you know, you said giving more money to student government, someone in student government, we don't need more money. That would just be disastrous. But I think that yeah, I do think, though, the monetary thing is something that I considered because I think one thing that's been lost in this is what we originally did was we asked for them to start an exploratory committee. And I had said when we passed the resolution to start the exploratory committee, if the exploratory committee said, no, we're not going to do football, I would accept that and say, OK, maybe we don't need football at this time. But they never started the exploratory committee. So that makes me think that 
the monetary concerns is something that's out of our hands. That should be something that the potential exploratory committee should be looking at because, you know, 60% of the student voting population, that's more than anything besides one of the Greek life questions got. It's more than almost any candidate. That's, that's a big deal. So I think that it just needs to be more of a discussion is what I'm going to say. Because I do think the monetary concerns are legitimate. I had my own monetary concerns. One big thing is where would they play? But I think that if the school's not going to seriously make an attempt to answer them, we're just going to have debates like this. And I think that's because, you know, it's my job to aggressively advocate for the student body. And if 59% of the student body says something, I'm going to obviously advocate for it. Great. Uh, thank you very much, both of you. Um, I think passing this next question to uh, Alex, how do you think that, um, or how do you feel that the an American football team would be affecting uh, recruitment to the university as in like, would it have an effect on who's able to get into American? Would more sports scholarships be going out? What, what would that look like? What do you think? I think by virtue of having a football team, you then have to staff that football team. And we would definitely be giving out more uh, sports scholarships to people to be on that football team. But the issue with recruiting to a football team is especially at the Division One level, it is extremely difficult to build a successful college football team. The last time a college football team won a championship for the first time was in 1996. So it's really been the same sort of handful of teams kind of trading wins back and forth over the last couple of decades. And so it doesn't really matter how many more students will be will have to recruit for the football team. It matters about who we're recruiting for this football team. And it's not going to be the best players because the best players go to the best teams. And so what we're really going to see is the team is not is just not going to be good for at least a number of years. Will it ever be good? That's not uh, I don't really have an answer for that right now, but I think what we're going to see is people who check off, um, as you said, the majority of people who check off, yes, on the student government referendum, are they really going to want to show up every week to a football team that's not going to be winning anything? I don't think they will. I think it might be good for maybe the first game or two, and then kind of the novelty wears off, and now we're stuck with this multi-million dollar expenditure that the rest of the student body has to subsidize. Okay, now a response from Miles. Well, you know, I'm going to sound like a nerd answering this, but I really like sports. So, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a Patriots fan. I'm a proud Patriots fan. I'm a Michigan State football fan. That's where my father went. And then obviously every other Boston sports. Now, I think the thing with winning, winning's great. But football, you build this culture where you have rivalries. You have seasons where you're better than you expect to. And you have wins against teams you're expected to lose to. So I think that with, you know, from Michigan State's perspective, they haven't won a national championship since 1966, I believe. And that was before they even played a game for a national championship. That was just when the Associated Press voted for it. But I think the most happy I've ever seen the Michigan State community is whenever they beat the University of Michigan, because that's a big rivalry. And Michigan State's not a great football program, but when they're good, that gets people really excited. So I think you'd see that where I don't think people voted for that thinking, okay, we're going to become the next Alabama and win six national championships next decade. I think what they voted for it is, you know, we're, we're going to suck. We're probably going to go to games. We're going to get a little buzzed. We're going to eat some food, maybe see some people we don't always see around campus. But let's just say hypothetical, you know, we beat Georgetown or we beat another team in the Patriot League who's better than us, has better players better recruits, I think that's going to make a very exciting moment for the AU community. And I think being bad, but then having that 
ultimate success at the end. And I don't know when the success would be. I don't know who it would be against. I don't know what setting it would be against would really provide a moment that brings everybody together and might even be better for the community than a team that just wins every game. Uh, great. Um, wrapping that question up, Alex. Yes, you mentioned Michigan State, Michigan. That's, I don't know the full history of Michigan football, but I imagine that's a rivalry that's been building football over decades and decades. I don't know if we can recreate that from scratch at AU. And I, I think it's more of than me thinking, I don't, I don't think they're going to, AU wants to win a national championship. I don't think that's what any student realistic thinks is going to happen. I just mean in general that it's very difficult to build a good team. And if the expectation every year is that this team is going to be terrible, yes, it'll be great if they win an upset against Georgetown or Colgate or whoever, and also the Patriot League will win football. But it's just not a good way to build um, a winning culture if you just if you expect to lose year after year. Uh, Miles, you have a question? Yeah, yeah, I just have a quick final point. You know, the team in baseball that always got the best attendance in the 1980s and 1970s, and I know this because my father grew up in this area, is the Chicago Cubs. And the mm -hmm. Cubs' nickname was the Lovable Losers because the expectation is that their team was going to suck every year. So I do okay. think that even if you have a program where the expectation is going to suck every year, you know, people are going to still go because it's football. And I think that is the college sport that a lot of people care about. So I do think that success of the program isn't really going to be determined by a win-loss thing, more what it does for the campus. Okay. Yes, Alex. I feel like with, um, if you're talking about the Chicago Cubs, I'm not particularly a big baseball fan, but I feel like with the, the top tier of sports, you know, MLB, if you're a baseball fan, you'll follow your local baseball team. If you're a football fan, you'll follow your local football team. If you're if you go to American and you and you're a big football fan, I know I'm a big football fan. I've been Eagles fan my entire life. My parents are Eagles fans. Um, if the AU football team is bad, you'll just default back to your your hometown football team or the football team you grew up following because there's more options than just AU football. Okay, I think we're going to wrap that question there. We can address other points um, after we've kind of finished uh, the next things. But I will throw this next question to Miles. Being part of the AUSG, I was wondering what you thought about considering AUSG is like there's a considered reconstruction and like reorganization of it. What what are the odds of anything coming from um, this discussion about football what like where what does the future of this like exploratory community that the referendum was referring to what are the odds of it kind of coming to something in the future if not immediately well um the restructuring and i think this are kind of two separate issues i think the restructuring is something that more students who talk about AUSG should care about because it's kind of AUSG is a student-run advocacy like our jobs to advocate for students. Do we always do that? I don't, I, I personally don't think so. I don't think that all of my colleagues necessarily care about advocating for students. I don't think all past senators or exec board members have cared about advocating for students, but I think a lot do. I think the vast majority do. And what the university is kind of doing is reorganizing student government without giving students a voice in the process. So I think that's something that students should really care about because you know, people say abolish AUSG, all that stuff. At the end of the day, if you have no advocacy, 
group? How are you going to fix the resident, the resident halls? How are you going to fix TDR? How are you going to get something like the subway footlong back that AUSP was obviously a big part of? But I think with the um, exploratory committee, I think one will be created. I just think the question is, are adults going to be involved? We're all adults, but are administrate our administrators going to be involved with creating it? Because there's nothing stopping AUSG from creating a commission to assess a future football program. Like we could do that if we really wanted to. Are we going to do that? I don't know. But I think that chances are the football debate will continue on. I just don't know who's going to be involved or what admin's going to be like. Because I personally am not someone who likes admin involvement with AUSG. I'll just say it. I think that it's our job to hold them accountable, not our job to do what they tell us to do. And I think if we get in a position where we do what they tell us to do, and that's a big reason I support football, because I look at it more as admin telling students, your voices don't matter, even though almost 60% of you want this, we're just not going to do anything about it. I think if we as student government, elected student officials get in a position where we're just doing what admin tells us to do, that defeats the entire purpose of student government. And you're going to see it hurt other things like the Eagle, the Agora, the Black Print, I think that all these student organizations are created because we don't want admin telling us what to do all the time. And if we let them do that, I think the consequences will be severe and they'll be very negative. Okay, uh, Alex, do you have a response to that? Yes, I do. I think the role of student government in holding the administration accountable is extremely important. But I also think there needs to be some sort of line as to where student um, opinion has to be discounted. And I think in regards to the football referendum, I don't think the student body should be able to force the university to spend at least $10 million, if not more, on a football team that might not actually go anywhere. I don't think the student should, I think the student should be able to have a voice on things. As you said, the residence halls, the dining situation, all of that is very important, but that is not the same as, uh, the, as students requesting a sports team and making the university pay for that. Because then the university has to figure out, okay, how do we pay for that? What has to get defunded? What has to get cut? What needs, what funding needs to be reallocated? How do we raise that money? Um, one of the football programs I read about in my research article was, I think, East Tennessee State University wanted to launch a football program. And in negotiations between the student administration, the student body wound up approving a, uh, a one-time fee from every student to start the football program which was about $125 per student per year. And so if you walk around the, the student body and you say, okay, so you voted yes on the referendum, would you now be willing to spend $120 in a football team? I don't think the majority of the students who said yes to that would say yes to the second question. Um, and wrapping that up, Miles. I don't actually disagree with what you just said about the $120, but I think that originally we asked for an exploratory committee. I think that if they were to create an exploratory committee, and I sort of just said it's a cost benefit analysis. And they were to say that, you know, there would be some benefits, but the costs outweigh the benefits. I would say, okay, maybe we don't need a football program. But what they're doing right now is, you know, they're not doing that. They're just saying your voices don't mean shit. We're not going to do this. And we're just not really going to tell you why we're not going to do this. We're just going to put out a press release with two sentences and say that. Because, like, you know, so like an example is I actually have in the fall, I'm planning to get some referendum questions in regards to AUX2, because I know that's an issue on campus that a lot of people say it's a big problem. You know, the questions are going to be, did you view your AUX2 
classroom as a safe space? Did you view your AUX2 teacher slash peer facilitator as someone you could go to for questions? And did you ultimately think you learned anything from AUX2? And, you know, I think I expect the answers on those questions to be very important to the future of a requirement. But if we get in this president where students vote, they give their opinion and the the administration says, we just don't care about it. We're just going to discount it. I think that's a, a dangerous precedent because you look back in the um, the special election when we did the um, the testing questions where student government put on the ballot, do you would you support mandatory testing? And the results were people did want mandatory testing, but the administration just didn't do anything with it. So I think you're seeing a pattern of the administration just not really caring about student voices. And I think it's bigger than football. And you know if they did a cost benefit analysis and said that um, and said that we're not gonna you know, we don't need this right now. I would support it. I just think right now they're not doing anything. And I think treating college students like children is, is a bad precedent to set from administration. Um, Alex, you have a response? Yes, I just wanted to say, I, I completely agree with you on the AUX2 referendums. I think that uh, it's definitely very important. But I think the also the difference between AUX2 and something like the 14 is that every single AU student starting in, I forget what you're starting in AUX2, every single AU student has had to take AUX2. And so that is absolutely something that the student body should be asked about. But a football team would have very concentrated benefits and very diffused costs in that a small group of students who already want a football team would absolutely benefit from having a football team. But the wider impacts on the university, maybe you haven't been following the football team saga that much, but you're wondering why suddenly your club has less money. Or maybe you're an academic department wondering why you suddenly have less money. And all of those costs will be diffused throughout the university. All the benefits will flow to a small number of people who do want a football team. And that's why I think that it shouldn't be necessarily up to referendum uh, in the same way that any changes to AUX2 should be. Um, Miles, give us a short kind of wrap up and then we'll move to the next question. It'll be real short. Well, I think, keep saying small group of students. I don't think it's a question if it was, do you want... And do you want AUX2 or do you want football? I think we both know football would destroy AUX2 in that question. I don't think you'd get, I don't think you'd get 20% of students saying they want AUX2. And it's unfortunate because they say it's an important topic. I think it is. Do I think they teach it as an important topic? No, I think it's just, I think it's, I, I just think it's just sad what that, what that program is. But I think the clubs are important because, you know, I am. I was in Black Student Union this past year on the executive board. You know, I was, I am on the brother brother executive board right now. So I do think it, I do think though that's why you need an exploratory committee because these are important questions. Obviously, we don't know all the information about club funding and all of that stuff. So I do think if we have an exploratory committee, they could either tell us it can't happen because we don't want to take away from these programs, or it could happen and we're going to take the money from here, take the money from here. But I do think I would not want football at the expense of student-run clubs being forgotten. Because I do think those are also in, when I said this, I said I wanted football because I thought it would be an important part of the college experience. I think clubs are just as important to the college experience. Great. I think we're going to, for our last question, you guys, you addressed this actually a little bit in your response um, just before, but how, I think to go broad, how will this American football team like affect the general student body? How do you feel the effects that are going to be felt through the wider um, AU community? Yes, I know I, I talked about this before. And I think at the, at the end of the day, it's again, a question of 
of money because we, nothing can happen without money. And it depends on where that money is going to come from because, as I said before, it takes millions and millions of dollars to start a football team. The top echelon of college football teams, you know, the, the, the Muslim world, Clemson, Georgia, wherever it may be, they can pay for they can pay mostly for their teams with TV deals, their sponsorship deals. That same kind of opportunity is not going to be available for American University. And so this team is whatever it does, whether it wins, loses, it's going to lose money. And that money is going to come from somewhere. We, the student body, had an absolute uproar when the university announced it was, it was going to be raising tuition. And it would most likely have to raise tuition again if you want to cover the cost of the football team. And if it didn't raise tuition, that may have to come from somewhere. As I said before, East Tennessee State had um, an additional club fee for all the students to pay in order to pay for the uh, football team. Maybe other academic departments have to be defunded. Uh, Miles, I know you talked about earlier, there was a hypothetical AUX2 football referendum, um, which absolutely that would pass overwhelmingly. But AUX2 does not come close to covering the cost of a football team. And so we'd still have to take the money from somewhere. And I think overall, it would negatively benefit the student body because when I, I said earlier about a small group of students, and I want to elaborate more on that because yes, it seems like a significant percentage of the student body wants a football team. But at the end of the day, are, is that large percentage going to go to football games week after week, season after season? I think what it's, what's going to wind up happening is the same with any other membership-based organization. You're going to wind up with a core group of supporters who are going to show up every week and that's great. And, they, and those supporters are definitely going to benefit from having a team, but at the expense of the rest of the student body having to suffer about that. All right. Response from Miles. You know, one event I look at that I think really could show us what the effects of this program would be on the student body is AmFest. You know, football plays on Saturday. AmFest is on Saturday. AmFest was on a Saturday. And what you saw is a lot of students came to that. And let's be honest, nobody, Saba's a good artist, but I don't think that there's a large segment of the student body that really cares about Saba that much. I just think they were happy there was a live concert at, at American University. And I think that with football, what you would get is you would get, you know, students would want to come tailgate. They'd want to come hang out with their friends. It's really the whole viewing experience, not just the football game. So I do think ultimately it would have a positive effect on the student body for those reasons, because I think it would get a lot of people out on Saturdays. It would, you know, make a lot of people happy to get to hang out with their friends like that. And I think ultimately, do I think the monetary concerns are, are serious? Yes, I do. And that's why I think an exploratory committee needs to be created, because I always wanted an exploratory committee before a football team. I think if you get an exploratory committee, you would ultimately have a lot of these questions answered because I do think there maybe it's just the eternal optimist in me I do hope there's a way for us to you know get a football team without having to raise tuition but I think that's the question the exploratory committee needs to be answered and I think since there is a student support for this I do think the exploratory committee ultimately needs to be created great um I think uh Alex giving your final um thoughts on that and then we're going to I'll wrap up with some quick closing statements from the two of you. Yes, I see we're kind of running long time meeting. Um, so, Miles, you keep uh, talking about the exploratory committee that your resolution asked for. So, what exactly is this exploratory committee? Who would be on it, and what would it do? So, I think the exploratory committee. My hope was that you would have some student elected officials, some students who aren't necessarily that involved on campus, because I do think that one thing. My big problem with AU 
is it's the same 30 students doing everything basically. So I think what I wanted to do was get some students who aren't that involved on campus, pull them into this exploratory committee. I would want the athletic director, the associate athletic director. I would want representatives from some of the other sports teams. And because one thing that I know is cheerleading is not recognized as an official sport because there's not an equal amount of people of both gender on the team. And I think that, you know, maybe you could look at a compromise like football cheerleading, merge them together. Then, then it's a sport. They get scholarships. So I'd want someone like that on the team. Obviously, Sylvia Burwell would have to be on the team. I have mixed feelings about that. I would want um, Asa Mack. I don't know if you know him. He re- he's the um, AUSG advisor for the um, Center of Student Involvement. I guess Calvin Haney would have to be on it, too, because he's in charge of a lot of the clubs. I would want representatives from the clubs. And then some people with expertise in building an athletic program on it to just really look to see if AU is ready for this or if AU is even able to do this, because I genuinely don't know the answer. Alex. Okay. Yes. I think the, what I'm wondering about the Exploratory Committee is sort of the, many of the same, um, uh, same points I had about the football team in general. So all these people, are they going to be paid for their time? This going to be a, is it on a volunteer basis. I'm curious what exactly they would all these people would have would be doing on this committee because is there how much time would would they need to really find an answer about AU football because there's plenty of of literature on the internet uh, right now in our places about the challenges that it takes for university to start a football team and I'm not sure if we really need an entire committee to go establish that for AU. Um, I think Miles, if you want to have your uh, closing statements here, we're going to just have three minutes closing statements from both um, of you. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'll start my closing statement by just saying, you know, I'd obviously like to thank the Agora for, uh, you know, giving me the opportunity to do this because, you know, I'd like to thank Alex and Aiden, obviously, for moderating and participating in this. And, you know, I think when I look at football, you know, I was elected by the um, class of 2025. I wasn't elected senator. A lot of us are appointed. I was elected to aggressively advocate for the student body. And, you know, football is something I agree with. I see this as an issue. Almost 60% of voters wanted it. I'm going to advocate for it. That's just my philosophy. But I look at that about everything. Like, you know, one of the Greek life questions, I, I was not someone who was necessarily with the abolished Greek life people when that was a debate. But one of the questions passed with almost 80% support. So now that's something I'm going to go advocate for because it's clear the student bodies wants it. So I look at this as something where the university's ignoring students' voices. And I think we're not asking for the world if they just do the exploratory committee and say, no, I think that's them listening to students' voices. So I think that we need to get to a place as an AU community where we recognize that we need the, that, that it's our job to tell admin when we think they're wrong. And I think this is a case where, where I think they're wrong. And I think that in the future, this is gonna set a dangerous and dark precedent where what's gonna happen to future referendum questions? Like what if, like I know there was a referendum question three years ago where it was, should they serve alcoholic beverages at school events? And people overwhelmingly voted for that, especially because you know 40% of the student body is of legal drinking age. And I can't even name the amount of students who probably on an ID appear to be above legal drinking age. So I think that you look at it like that, there's, there is a repeated history of them not wanting to be uncomfortable and, and observe the referendum results. Because I think what's the point of referendums if the results are not going to be enforced? So that's sort of how I look at it. You know, I know that obviously not everybody's in favor of football. That's why I think the exploratory committee is great. 
Because, you know, people like Alex could go to the exploratory committee and say, this is why I'm against it. I don't want it. And I hope they take it seriously. But I really think this is an overarching theme of the administration not taking students' voices seriously. Thank you. Um, Alex, a few minutes for your closing statement. Great. First, obviously, I want to thank Miles for uh, agreeing to uh, be here today and reaching out and asking to start, a, uh, start this discussion. I think this was fantastic. Um, I would say I think my, my concerns about, about a football team really stem from my, um, my standing as a football fan. I'm a big football fan. I love the Eagles. I root for the Eagles every season. Um, and I want to be able to root for whatever whatever teams AU has. And if I want I want to root for a football team, I want to that football team is run correctly, it's successful, and it's not going to be negatively it's not going to be negatively affecting other areas. And right now, it looks like if AU does have, have a football team, it's going to be very expensive. It's going to negatively impact a lot of other student clubs because of how expensive it is. There's no guarantee that it's going to have any sort of consistent viewer base of a significant number. And just overall, I think that it's it's not the best use of our time and resources. Uh, if we want to talk about things like Amfest or this um, residence halls, we can fund the organizations that control those. If we want to spend the money on community, we can fund the organizations that already work to build community. I don't think we need to build an entire football program from scratch because we think it might help build community. And so overall, I think that a football team would just not be the best use of our, of our time and resources. Great. Um, I just want to thank um, both Alex and Miles from, for being able to uh, come here and speak about this topic. If you want to um, learn more, um, you can go and read Alex's dollar article on the American Agora. Um, if you want to learn and support Miles and all of the um, work that he does on the uh, AUSG Senate, then uh, reach out to him. So thank you both for being here. And this has been Discourse.